take some time tonight to pray for some various areas. And uh, we're going to pray for the world. Um, when I sing a song, and I sing a lot of songs, I sometimes really quickly emphasize me. God, what do I need? What about me? What about my life? And uh, a lot of songs can be like that. And it's it's about me instead of all the other things that God's involved in and doing. And I just feel... Um, we're gonna tonight. We're gonna start by just uh, Karis and I'm gonna keep playing, but we're gonna just pray for a few areas. I'm gonna start with praying for our world, then praying for our nation, and then pray for our city and what God would do in this city. And so maybe you're here, and, and I'd like two or three people, uh, probably two people, just for each thing, to just come up and to pray, and not like a long forever prayer, but just a prayer. To and, and so if you feel prompted to come pray for the nations of the world, maybe you're from another country, maybe Canada isn't your first country, but you'd come and to pray and just uh, to pray what God would say. So God, we just, uh, we thank you for the world. We thank you for that you made this planet and you made every people group, you made every language, God, every, every nationality and every nation. And God, I thank you that you care about every single person on this planet. Six billion plus people. God, you care and you have a dream and you have a purpose and you care so much that you sent your son. And so, God, I just call for salvation in the world, that salvation would spring up. God, in the Middle East, salvation would come. Salvation would come. People would have encounters across the planet, even right now, of Jesus. That you would walk into prisons. You would walk into hospital rooms. You'd walk into bedsides, and people would see you. They would have a glimpse of you, that they would be healed, and they would walk again. They would rise, and they would see their maker. God, we pray for a worldwide revival. We pray for the world to be saved. God, we pray for every nation and every language group, for even those language groups that don't even have a Bible that they can read. It's not even translated. We pray, God, that they would hear the word of the Lord, that someone would come, something would come, and even in their sleep, they would know you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the light. God, we pray for the world. We pray for every nation every church represented in every nation God, in nations where they have underground churches. God, I think of China where God in Iraq and, and, and places, God <coughs> Iran, God where, where they can be murdered for being a Christian. God, we pray for the martyrs. We pray for those that are risking their lives, God we pray strength. We pray protection over their families. We pray your spirit to fall on every single denomination and every church in the world. God, we thank you that we are one church. We are one bride. We are one purpose sent by you to, to see your kingdom come to earth. And so, God, even tonight, I pray for my brothers and sisters in every nation of the world tonight that they will meet. Some are meeting in church right now, singing songs to you that I don't understand, but they are worship to you. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the languages that your name is worshipped in. Yeah. But a couple people come that you just feel to pray for. Yeah. Hi. Um, I feel like um, God is telling me to say 
what you said, he's already there. He's already in the third world countries. He's all over this place. He's he's everywhere. Just because, like, he's I I don't know the verse, but it says somewhere in the Bible that if one sees nature, then one knows God. Um, I'm not too sure where it is. I can't I can't quote it. But oh, I did quote it. But <laughs> um, and I just he's already there. He's already doing what he does. I think that's that's a quote from Pastor Rick from our church. He's already doing what he does, or he does what he's doing, or something like that. And he he's amazing. He he works. He, before you know it, he does what he's doing. He works miracles. Like he works through people too. And and he he's already doing what he does. Like he's amazing. Like yeah, that's what I wanted to share. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you for you are already in every part of the world. We thank you because when you look down on us, you don't see a divided world. You see your people. God, we thank you because your love will prevail. We thank you because your love will prevail beyond all the different borders that we have created as humans, beyond all the different devices that we've created as humans. We thank you because your love surpasses all and it will prevail in every country, in every world, in every different language, in every different nation. God, right now your love prevails. God, we pray that even for all the leaders that you will call them and draw them to you because you have placed them in those places of leadership. The church leaders, the different denominations, God, we thank you because you are God. You are God above everything. You are God above You are God above the different politics. You are God above the different socioeconomic device that we have created. We thank you because you are God and we thank you because your love will prevail. Your love will prevail. Your love will prevail, God. Your love will prevail, and your love does prevail even right now. Your love will prevail. We thank you because you are God, and we give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. God, I thank you. You are above and you are everywhere. God, the reminders that you are all over the place. And God, we thank you for Canada. God, we thank you for this nation. God, we thank you for dominion from sea to sea. God, we thank you for Canada. And God, we pray right now for salvation in this nation. God, we pray right now for salvation. God, we believe that in a day you could save a nation. In an hour, in a moment, you could do something. And so, God, I pray for every 35, 40 million people in this nation. We pray for salvation. We call for salvation. God, we call forth the lost. We call forth those that we work with, those that our houses are beside. We call forth those that we see on the street in Starbucks. We call forth those that are around us that are hurting that need you. God, we call forth salvation to their household. We call forth healing to their household. We call forth freedom. God, we pray for freedom. 
God, we pray freedom. God, for those that are poor, those that, that, that are on the streets, for those in prostitution, God, for those in the sex trade in this country, we pray for freedom and we pray for deliverance and we pray for salvation in Jesus' name. We pray for those that, that are doing evil. We pray that evil would stop today. We pray for those that, that, are, that, are, that are doing the acts, that they would stop in this today. God, we pray for a breakthrough. We're evil and darkness. God, I thank you there is a light, and the light is brighter, and the light shines. And so, God, we pray the light would shine tonight tonight into every city in this nation to every village, to every town to every hamlet, that your light would shine, your light the kingdom of God would come tonight salvation spring up from the ground, salvation spring up from the ground in Canada salvation spring up from the ground in our nation God we're desperate for revival in our nation we're hungry God like a mighty wave Like a mighty wind blowing, would you blow across our country tonight? Jesus, 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 there's freedom in your name, Jesus, and we declare your name over this nation tonight. In Jesus' name, thank you that there's freedom in your name. Thank you that there's freedom in your blood. Thank you that you hold the whole world in your hands. Lord, that you hold this nation in your hands, Father. I just pray for broken hearts in this world, in this country. God, I thank you that you bind up the brokenhearted. Father, I thank you that you have established your bride on the earth. God, those who know they are her, Father, I just pray they would respond, Lord, to your voice and your spirit within them. God, thank you that we are your hands and feet, Lord Jesus. I pray for a spirit of obedience and trust to rise up in your people. Lord, that we would respond, God, to your voice speaking to us, God, to your love within us to share, to be established on this earth, God, that we might establish your kingdom. God, that the chains upon people, the chains upon this country would break in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, God, and we are your spirit on earth, God. You are in us. You are through us. You are for us. And we just thank you, Father, that you have a plan and a purpose for this nation, God. And you desire for every name to be in that book of life, Lord Jesus. And we just declare that we see that, Lord, that, yeah, your will will come to pass in this country, Father. I thank you for your love. I thank you for um, truth and hope. Father, may we carry that boldly in this country, in Jesus' name. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. A couple more people you want to pray for Canada. You just feel a burden to pray. Yeah, Jesus. God, I thank you. I thank you for the Lord that you are and your banner over this nation. As one from another country born in, uh, in persecution, I thank you for the freedom we have here. I thank you that we're able to come to you humbly and drop to our knees, that we have that freedom, that we're, we can be a body united under your name and under your banner, God. Father, I come against, I come against the lies that may be brought out, brought forth, brought from the enemy. The lies of good enough. The lies that we can be good enough without you, Lord. 
the waves across this country against the Christians. I ask that the Christians step out, that we as your light step out, step forward and shine so bright, shine so bright that everybody sees it. Everybody from coast to coast sees it and it unites us. It unites the country. It unites a revival. That There's something so much more, something bigger, better than any one person, that it's the church. And I pray for the church revival in Canada, that it's bigger than all of us because it's based on you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, and for your blood. And we pray your blood over this country, Lord, from coast to coast. thank you for this life, Father God. Lord God, we thank you for your strength you give us, Father God. Lord God, let us ride us up in unity, in unity, Father God. Let us stand together, Father God. Lord God, I just pray for your body. I pray for the body of Christ. You're looking for a, for a bride without wrinkle or blemish, Father God. Father God. Lord God, I pray you send those forth that work out the wrinkles, Father God, and the blemishes, Father God. Teach us how to swing our sword, Father God, in the spirit, Father God. Lord God, I just loose, Lord God, I loose God, your, your, your armor on every one of us, Lord God, Lord God, that we may stand against the wiles of the devil, Lord God, against the darkness of this, this age, Father. Lord God, Lord God, lift the veil from our hearts, Father. Lift the veil from our eyes, open our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears. Lord God, open our hearts so you, for, so for us to receive what you have for us, Father God. Lord God, I, we're, we, we, we know you want to bless us, Father God. Lord God, we come against the things that, uh, that, that come between us, Father God. We cast them out right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, the dark, darkness must flee right now, Lord God. Right now, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. It says in your word that you give us, that you give us the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, Lord God. Lord God, we use this authority, Father God. Lord God, we love, we love one another, Lord God. Let us teach us to, to love one another, no matter the circumstance, Lord God. This is a day the Lord has made, Lord God. We will rejoice and, re- we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father. We will rejoice and be glad, whatever the circumstances. We will not complain. Just move forward, Lord God. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We bless your holy name, Lord God. Let your spirit be upon every, each and every one of us. Let us bear the light, Father God, in the darkness, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you are the sheep. <clears throat> you are you are the, the door for the sheep, Lord, and uh, your sheep know your voice, Lord. And your word says, unless the man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we are born again. We're born again of the precious Holy Spirit. We are born again of the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. I thank you, Lord, that we have the resurrection power in us. We have the unction in us. We have the comforter within us. We, we are the light. We are the light of the seven churches. We are the candle of the Lord. We shine. We shine. We shine in darkness. I thank you, Lord, that we set the captives free. Lord, your glory and your power, Lord. You've given us former rain on the day of Pentecost, the day of Book of Acts, when the apostles were here. And you're going to give us the latter rain. And Lord, we're going to bless us, Lord, to walk in Edmonton here with the latter rain, with your full glory and your full power. 
that our cups run it over and that we'd be able to pray for the Muslims and the people that don't know you, Lord, and that the Holy Ghost would fall on them. We'd be overflowing. Our cup would be overflowing and they would become spirit-filled, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you would bless us, bless us, all the churches come together in Christ, not out of Christ, but in Christ. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for um, all the grace and all the goodness you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. I just declare this word um, over our nation. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God, I just (laughs) declare streams in the desert places. God, I declare the impossible to be made possible in your name. These barren places of shame where people have been robbed of their dignity, where people have been told that they are not good enough, that they are told that they are just not valuable, they are not worthy, where they have been stripped of their true identities of children of God, that you will bring restoration, that they will, your children will come back and they will know you. And God, that we will believe that you are capable of doing this, God, that this, I pray this over the lost and I pray this over us now, God, that we will know that restoration is possible, God, work your miracles, God, may Canada just be flowing with these streams, God, amen. So God, we we also pray for the capital region. We pray for Edmonton. We pray for St. Albert. We pray for Spruce Grove, Stony Plain, Beaumont, Leduc, Sherwood Park. God, all the the municipalities around. God, a Drossen. God, on and on and on. God, I just I think of a Drossen. God, a Drossen shall be saved. Hopefield, all, all the, the capital region, God, and, and just beyond, God, we call forth your name in this region. We call forth your purposes in this city. We call forth your dream to be fulfilled in the churches of this city. God, I thank you for every church, every denomination, every group, every fellowship from Episcopalian to Anglican to Pentecostal to Baptist. God, you know every church and every denomination and every every gathering of worship that happens in, in different languages and at different times during the week. And God, I thank you for every leader. I thank you for every pastor, for every person that, that cleans those buildings, that, that opens the doors, that faithfully serves your purposes, that gives their money, that, that prays and groups that, God, we don't even know of. But they're praying for their city. And, God, I honor them tonight and I bless them and I just pray that in 2014 that they would have such a passion that would come inside of them. That there would be, God, we just call forth every leader, every church leader, they would feel such a passion, an unction that led that calling when you first called them. They'd remind it of the first love they have in you. And God, as they preach tomorrow morning from the pulpit, we pray for such an anointing to 
fall on this city, that in every church there would be unity, that in every church that there would be the Spirit of God moving in a fresh new way. God, we ask for your moving of your Spirit in this city. God, we ask for revival in Edmonton. God, do it again. In 1923, you moved in the meetings of Charles S. Price, and God, we ask for a rising again of that. We ask for a rising again, not to be the same, but to be new, to be a new what you want to do in this city. God, we want more of you in our city. We want more of you in our government of this city. We want more of you in the businesses of this city. God, I pray for every business owner and for every person, God, that that, that serves the name of Christ, that they would prosper in this year, that there would be breakthrough over their business and their idea. God, I pray for ideas in this room, business people in this room for breakthrough in the businesses that they lead or serve in. God, we ask for the favor of God to move in this city. God, we ask for worship leaders to arise in this city. Would songs come out of this region? Would the cries of the Lord that that are supposed to be sung, would they come out of this region? We call forth new churches to be planted in this region. We call forth new ministries to be birthed in this region. We call forth every purpose and every desire that 2014, God, even tonight you would spark the dream in people. God, Edmonton shall be saved. We declare that tonight in unity. Edmonton shall be saved. We pray for every church, God. Let this be a record year for salvations and healings and and your working. God, from the smallest to the biggest, God, we pray such a blessing on them tonight. Jesus. More, more, Lord. If you, you want to pray for Edmonton, if that's on your heart, to pray for our city. Or the churches in our city just sorry um today um i just want to share something before i pray um i i feel the need to pray for the homeless people um my sister was one of them um and um today three homeless people men um asked me for a spare change one of them one of them, only one I felt really needed it. I didn't turn the other two down, but I gave him. But this one, he was really happy, and he said that this is gonna like that was his meal, and and I said Can, I felt like I should give more, so I gave him my bus tickets. I had a couple bus tickets, and I gave him that, and he was just overjoyed. The other two just walked away, and they said thank you, but. This man was just overjoyed, and you could just see the smile on his face. He was so happy that, you know, like, and, you know, it just it just uh, hurts my heart that there's homelessness in Edmonton, homelessness in, throughout Canada. And, and, like, my dream is to open a homeless shelter, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but um, it's, it's sad, so I just... I want to pray for the people, the, the homeless people that, you know, die every night because they're, they don't have warm jackets or they're out freezing or, or they're, they just nowhere else to go, the circumstances that they have. I just want to pray that God, he's already there. 
Um, dear Lord, I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing and that you've done. Um, I just want to pray for for Edmonton and and just bless the place and the people and and reach out to everybody. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and God, we pray for the homeless and we pray for those. God, right now, we pray. Yeah. God, that we would pray for those that don't have. We'd pray for the poor. God, that our hearts, God, that we would, God, speak to us on what we need to do. Not just to pray, but how we can help and what we can give and how we can care for those. Because you care for them. Father, I want to thank you for the blessing that you've given this city. I want to thank you for the prosperity that is seen evidently across this city. You go to any other province and it's not clearly seen like it's seen here, Father. And I thank you for that blessing. Father, I pray that it wouldn't just be a blessing monetarily, but it would be a blessing in the spirit. That this entire city would be overcome with a wind of you, Father. That this prairie region would see an absolute change, Father. Father, right now I break any addiction in this city, any addiction in this room to anything, any deception, any deceiver that is anywhere across this city, Father. There's there's lies out there. People are being told that there's fulfillment in other places, and we know that there's only fulfillment in you, Father. God, I pray that you would open the eyes of everyone here, Father. Open the eyes of, of Edmonton, God, of, of Sure Park, Ledoux, everywhere, Father. Let them see your grace. Let me let them see your mercy, Father. Father, I I I unleash a wave of miracles on this city, Father. Let let cancer be healed. Let let injuries be 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 completely renewed. Let every not even just to one hundred percent, Father, but to hundred and ten percent, Father better than what it was before god father and that any any diseases any 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 sickness father that it is gone father that we are here to serve you and there is no room for that here in your presence god in your name yeah yeah anyone else you want to pray for edmonton Lord Jesus, I just pray over Edmonton, Lord God. I just pray that north, south, east, and west, your presence would move unhindered and uninterrupted, Lord God. That you, this would be the year of jubilee over Edmonton, Lord God. That your presence would go forth, Lord God. We just pray your highest and best purposes would be accomplished in every man, woman, and child in this city. And Lord God, I pray for every pastor, every leader, that you would rise up those would who would be unafraid and lord those who are suffering from persecution because they are putting themselves in harm's way i pray for protection over them i pray for a new anointing a new filling i pray for provision on those that are really struggling lord god i pray that the atmospheres would be shaken lord god that you're you would rise up a remnant of prayer warriors that we would not just see what we can get but what we can give what we can do, not seek our own motives, but seek you first. And Lord Jesus, I just thank you so much 
that you have showed me that you have the um, addictions, people that are caught in addictions on your heart, Lord God. And I just break them in Jesus' name, Lord, not not by any power by, that I have, but what you can do, Lord God. I've seen you move, and I know that you can do this, Lord. And I thank you that you love each one of us. You have a purpose for each one of us. And I pray that as we leave, as we go in our own directions and wherever we are planted, Lord, that we would just see what we can do. Rather than be caught up in our own needs, what we can do for other people. And Lord, I just thank you that you are moving, that you are doing things. And Lord, I just praise you and thank you for your angels at war on our behalf, Lord God. I pray that you would just move unhindered in this way, Lord God. And I thank you for what you are doing and what you are going to do. This is the year. This is it. And we have to make a choice, each one of us. What are we going to do? Not what we're going to get, what we're going to do for you. And just surrender and surrender ourselves fully to your cause and to your purposes, no matter how much it inconveniences us. Lord, you need us to rise up and we need to need, we need you to show us what we can do. So, Lord God, I just thank you that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And may your highest and best purposes just flow. Just flow freely. And Lord, we need to pray. We need Prayer is not just something we do on Sunday. It needs to be a part of us. It needs to be our oxygen, Lord God. Let us breathe you in and breathe, us, breathe you out just in a new way, Lord God. And I thank you. I pray for the police, the firefighter, the first responders that put themselves in harm's way to defend this city, Lord God. I pray for them and their families. I pray for just, you would just move, Lord God. La God, I thank you so much for this city and God, just your hand over it, Lord. And I just pray right now against any fear that we as your believers, God, may have. God, I pray against any mistrust that we have against you, Lord. You are more powerful than, than anything we can ever imagine, God. We just need to be your hands and feet, Lord. And I pray, yeah, just against fear that is instilled by by the darkness in this world. Like, let, just let us be that light, Lord, that you call us to be. And let us entirely put that trust in you, Lord. Just diminish any fear against discrimination, against persecution, Lord, against just what, even what other believers think, God, against whatever, you know, denominations, what they clash over, God, I pray that you would just, yeah, diminish that fear that so we can see this revival, that we can be this light, and that we see the change that your Holy Spirit is already working, God, that we would have those eyes open to be your hands and feet, Lord. God, I, I just want to call out the uh, the punk rockers, God, and the, and the witches, Father God, and the, the queer, so-called queer nation, mighty king, and the, those who've been uh, uh, the, the suicidal, Father God, those who are depressed, mighty king, those who are too smart for you, who, who are too intellectual to believe in you, Father God, uh, grab them, grab them by the throat, drag them with your cords of love, mighty king, I pray in Jesus' mighty name, Father God, there's your prophets, there's there's your evangelists, mighty king, there's your intercessors, those who have got the, such a broken heart, everlasting God, how long will your children languish in, in booze and dope and what have you, mighty king, how long will your children lay there? Mighty God, we, we call them forth. We ask for the prodigals now, mighty king. Bring them back. Bring them home. So many of them love you. So many of them have wanted you for so long. And so many are asking, are you the one or should we, should we look for someone else? 
mighty king show them that you are god you are the living god you will meet them you are christ everlasting and that you'll live in them show them the punchline to the occult god that you'll come and live in them father they don't have to flip some stupid tarot card or what have you mighty king let them like the book of acts let them burn their books in the street i want to see that i want to see the witches come to you and go oh sorry about the pentagram father oh sorry about all that uh mighty king how, how long how long father god thanks god and the drag queens especially mighty king save them all in jesus mighty name Father, I just declare your unity over your leaders in this city. Lord, where there's been division, where there's been competition, I come against it in Jesus' name. And I declare unity and humility. Lord, that you would all across the city just begin to um, connect leaders that have been disconnected. And that you would just bring divine networks to come together and to, um, to stand with you together. Amen. by people that have been careless about bearing your name. For people that have used your name for malice and evil, God. I want to pray for these broken people that have been wounded so badly. I want to pray that you'd fill our hearts with tender love, God. Not a spirit of, of, of attacking or confrontation, but your tenderness, Jesus. That we'd walk alongside them and that they'd see the real you Thank you, God. I want to pray for those that are kind of walking, just unaware of you. That they have an idea of you, but they don't know you, God. There are so many like that. Help us not to see those that don't know you yet as wolves trying to kill us, but as lost sheep. That they are future brothers and sisters, God, not enemies. Thank you for that. Help us to remember who we're actually fighting against. There are other forces. They're not people. People that need you, God. We love them. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Father God, we just pray for every family, Lord. For unity, Lord. The statistics are 75% of Albertans are divorcing right now. We just pray against that in Jesus' name. We pray for the fathers, Lord, to be priests in their household, Lord. Raise up the men. We just break off the burdens off their backs, Lord, from uh, from just emen- uh, emasculating, Lord, from over the years, Lord, of saying that they're not good enough, that they have to be more, uh, they have to be less, Lord. I just pray for a new- renewed manhood, Lord, for a protective heart, Lord, for a soft heart, for a warrior heart, Lord over the sons and daughters of this nation, Lord. That you just rise up families, Lord. You just rise up unity, Lord. Especially in your house, Lord. Bring unity to your house so that the world sees unity, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for every... uh, We just thank for every family, for every child, Lord. Uh, the softness of the child, Lord. Let them, let their softness just come to you, Lord. Just, see, just meet every child in their homes, Lord. Just reach every child. Uh, if they're in broken horm- homes, Lord, I just pray for a healing in those homes, Lord. 
uh, the healings of I break for every generational curse, Lord, that's been in families, alcohol, alcoholism that's caused uh, division, Lord, uh, pride, uh, anger, finances, Lord, anything that caused division, Lord, just pre- break that in Jesus' name. That people here now, if they're in uh, wayward marriages or in their broken relationships, Lord, we pray for healing for them right now. Just reach into their hearts, Lord. Break those hardened hearts. Give them soft hearts and tough skin, Lord, to go into the world and bring that light so that this can be our testimony, Lord, that we once were lost, but now we are found, that we were sheep lost and now we are found, that we were lost coins and you searched for us, and that all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that comes to know you, that you came for each man, that if there was only one man or one woman on this earth, Lord, you still came for them. And so pray for revelation of who you are, I pray for boldness and gentleness, Lord, to be strong and courageous, to go out where our foot treads and take that, Lord, into our workplaces, not to be ashamed or to be timid of what who you are, Lord, from all the, uh, yeah, from all the big theology or from the big, like, uh, intellectuals, Lord, uh, that makes us nervous, Lord. I pray for that for me, Lord, to... The, the fear of man and the man pleasing, Lord. I just break that uh, over us, Lord. Uh, I just pray for boldness, Lord, with a, with a love that, like Jesus, a pierceness like Jesus, that he just hung out with people that the religious didn't want to hang, hang out with, Lord. Let us go into the places that, uh, that the religious people don't want us to go to, Lord, that you are in right now. The atheists, the anarchists, the punks, the uh, everyone, Lord. And I just pray for, uh, yeah, I pray for a resurgence, Lord. Pray for every ministry, hope mission, uh, youth, uh, youth for Christ, all these uh, ministries, Lord, that are doing your work, Lord, that are doing your hands and feet. And I pray for rising up the dreams inside us that you've given us, Lord, that, like you gave the dream to David to build the temple, but your dream was David. And so I just thank you that your dream is us, that each one of us is your dream and the desires that you put in us, Lord. Uh, I just pray that we, you let us dream again, that the dreams of everyone here just dream again, Lord, to, to that, the things that you put inside us, Lord, to bring your kingdom come, your kingdom coming here, Lord, inside of each one of us. And so I pray for that, Lord, uh, exponential outpouring of that. There's a river of life flowing out of me. It makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, that you are good and that you are the river of life. You're the tree of life. You're the almighty. And I just thank you. I just pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you. Yeah. Diana's going to share. But before he does, I just really felt as we were praying. Um, I want to pray for, uh, we prayed for the prodigal. But if you, in your home, if you have someone that is not saved, and you are believing in 2014 that salvation will come to them, whether it's a parent or a brother or sister or someone, I want you to just raise your hand and let's pray. We're going to pray. God, I pray for every hand that's raised, for every every soul that that represents or or amount of people or groups of people or or whole families, whatever that is. God, I pray for salvation to come to these households. I pray that in 2014, salvation will come to every brother, every sister, every parent, every, every grandparent, every child, every 
one. We call the prodigals home. We call forth everyone that would come into your kingdom that this would be the year. God, we just declare and we pray, God, that right now, God, you would bring opportunities. They, they would just ask questions. They would It would just come, God. And God, it would come through love. And we just declare that in Jesus' name. Salvation would spring up from the ground. Salvation in our homes. Salvation in our families, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, amen. Um, as we're praying tonight, and just for the world, and our nation, and our city, and all of our loved ones, um, and there's these beautiful prayers um, of declaration, and, and what God wants to do, and all of these new things, and the way that he wants to advance his plans and advance his kingdom. Um, we're really believing at Resurgence, too, that he wants to advance each of our lives individually. And I think, um, man, it was so clear to me through all of these prayers that were prayed that um, God is at work and God is shifting and God is doing things. And a huge part of that is prayer. Um, and we need to continue to contend and we need to continue to believe. And um, I think in order for us to really have that like conviction in our hearts and really have that urgency and that drive and that faith and that confidence in prayer, there's works that God needs to do in our own lives and in our own hearts. And um, as, as we come to the start of the new year and we want all of these great things for our city and our nation and our world, um, we want God to do new things in our lives as well. And um, what I've really been feeling is that... Um, there's a lot of people here where there's like a, a wrestling and there's a tension and um, there's kind of these like old ways and old thoughts and old habits and just like what we're used to, what we're comfortable with, um, familiar with. And those things kind of like fighting and pressing and like clawing at us as God's new promises and a new way of living and a new hope is trying to kind of like press itself in um, and yeah, like there's excitement as we start the new year, but I think for some there's also um, just like a bit of, of fear or a bit of um, almost like a resistance to new things because we've tried before and there's been like past failures, there's been past hurts, and there's things that we can get caught up in and, and hung up on. And um, I think it's really like it's just time to kind of have that wrestling out and come to a resolution with that wrestling and really choose to say yes and choose to move forward um, in the new things of God. And um, yeah, when we, when we say, when there's that little voice in our head that says like, can I really hope for what I want and what I dream and what something deep inside of me believes is totally what I was made to do, there's the little voice that like questions, right? And says like, but that's bigger than what God has for you. Um, that says like, you've tried that before and it hasn't quite worked out. Or like that radical dream is for someone else. That's not really going to happen in your life. Your life is much more normal than that. Um, and there's just kind of these lies that plague us. And um, yeah, Travis and I were talking 
before resurgence and just wanting to spend a time in prayer, like, personally tonight for us to figure out, like, what's, what are those lies that we're believing? What's the core of that resistance? Um, the patterns of lies that are hanging on over our lives, the things that we've been labeled with that have become really familiar and we've almost taken them on as part of our identity, um, things that are rooted in just this incomplete and incorrect understanding of who God says that you are. Um, and so as you wrestle back and forth between this belief and this hope and this wanting to move forward and this doubt and this fear and this like hesitating and kind of drawing back and drawing into yourself. I wanted to um, share a bit from the story of uh, a story in Jacob's life. And so in Genesis 32, um, Jacob is preparing to go back and meet his brother Esau. And if you don't know like the whole story and the life of Jacob, go and read it and check it out. But um, his name means deceiver. And he's kind of known as like a, as a trickster and someone who's uh, kind of cheated his way ahead. And in particular, he's known for um, stealing his older brother Esau's blessing um, that was supposed to go to Esau the firstborn. And uh, he played a little trick on their dad, Isaac, to, to get that for himself. And so a lot of things happen in his life and time goes by. And then he is going back to, um, he's preparing to go and meet his brother Esau. And so God has spoken this awesome promise over his life that he's just going to be this father to innumerable nations. Um, And he's like just carrying on in the tradition of Abraham. But he's filled with fear and trepidation as he has to go and confront Esau, who he's cheated and who he's deceived. And um, there's this uh, moment the night before he goes and meets Esau where he's walking around and he has this experience of wrestling with God. And... um, there's this book that I've got here. It's called The Son of Laughter, um, and it's about the life of Jacob. And it's written by Frederick Buechner, and it's kind of, um, it follows all the stories in the Bible, but Frederick Buechner just kind of elaborates on them and makes them really, like, come to life in this deeper, more profound, like, real way. And so I just want to read the account of um, Jacob wrestling with God out of this book and then share a bit. Um, Out of the dark, someone leaped at me with such a force that it knocked me onto my back. It was a man. I could not see his face. His shoulder was pressed so hard against my jaw, I thought he would break it. I got my elbow into the pit of his throat and forced him off. I threw him over onto his back. Quick as a serpent, he twisted loose, and I was caught between his thighs. The grip was so tight, I could not move. He had both hands pressed to my cheek. He was pushing my face into the mud, grunting with the effort. Over and over, we rolled and we struggled. I did not know who it was. I did not know who I was. I knew only that what the stranger wanted was my life. And so he's wrestling with God here, knowing that God wants his life, but there's this resistance and there's this like turmoil and tension and fighting between them. He outweighed me, he outwrestled me, but he did not overpower me. He did not overpower me until the moment came to overpower me. When the moment came, I knew that he could have made it come whenever he wanted. 
I knew that all through the night he had been waiting for that moment. He had his knee under my hip. The rest of his weight was on top of my hip. And then the moment came, and he gave a fierce downward thrust. I felt a fierce pain. It was less a pain I felt than a pain I saw. I saw it as light. I saw the pain as a dazzling bird shape of light. The pain's beak impaled me with light. It blinded me with the light of its wings. I knew I was crippled and done for. I knew I could do nothing but cling now. I clung for dear life. I clung for dear death. My arms trust him. My legs locked him. For the first time, he spoke. He said, let me go. He said, let me go for the day is breaking. I said, I will not let you go. I would not let him go for fear that the day would take him as the dark had given him. It was my life I clung to. I said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Even if his blessing meant death, I wanted it more than life. Bless me, I said. I will not let you go unless you bless me. He said, who are you? There was mud in my eyes, my ears, and nostrils, and my hair. My name tasted of mud when I spoke it. Jacob, I said. My name is Jacob. My name is Deceiver. It is Jacob no longer, he said. Now you are Israel. You have wrestled with God and with men. You have prevailed. That is the meaning of the name Israel. I was no longer Jacob. I was no longer myself. Israel was who I was. The stranger had said it. I tried to say it the way he said it. I tried to say the new name I was to the new self I was. He blessed me as I had asked him. I do not remember the words of his blessing, or even if there were words. I remember the blessing of his arms holding me and the blessing of his arms letting me go. I remember his blessing, the black shape of him against the rose-colored sky. I remember his blessing, the one glimpse I had of his face. It's more terrible than the face of dark or pain or terror. It was the face of light. No words can tell of it. Silence cannot tell of it. And so I share that. Man, in the context of those labels and those names and the things that are hanging over us. And Jacob had this name, Deceiver, hanging over his life like a curse. And just kind of walking that out and living that out. And it tasted like mud and it was bitter. And it was just this palpable weight of shame and condemnation that he held on to. But it was so familiar to him. And I feel like for some of you tonight, there's things that you don't even recognize that they're lies. It's like so familiar and so close to home. And the truth of God, like he wants to come tonight, that truth that's sharper than any double-edged sword. And just like circumcise hearts and say this that you've grown up with and you've thought is who you were and you thought that's just what you need to like live out or you've thought that's always going to hold you back because you're not enough. You're not like other people in this or that way. You're not able to walk in this dream and walk in this promise. His truth is just going to come and just slice that off. And things that you thought are your, like, identity and people have just come to accept them, you're going to recognize tonight the light's going to shine and you're going to know that those are actually lies. 
and there's actually so much more that he has in store for you. And there's just this great truth and this great new name that he wants to bestow upon you. Um, yeah, and so I, Brayden's going to come up in a bit, and we're going to have a time of communion um, that he's going to lead us into and share some other thoughts. But I just, like, feel like have have that wrestling with God tonight when you take communion and ask him, God, like, what what's that name? What's that label that's hanging over me, that's holding me back? Um, and just give it up. Like, it's just time. Just kind of, like, come and cling to him and ask for that new name and say, God, enough is enough. Um, yeah, I think that's about all I wanted to say. But, yeah, just, like, I really think— I want to say this one more time. If you like think that something is just status quo and has to be normal in your life, um, and it's not like filled with hope and filled with joy and like the love of God, like that doesn't have to be a part of your life. You can let go of that lie that's been spoken over you by so many people and that's been spoken over you by yourself even so many times. Um, yeah, and now Travis is going to come. And introduce Brayden, maybe. No, I'm not. Um, I just, as Diana was sharing, I just had another thought that I wanted to share. And uh, as you come and as we uh, partake in communion, um, think about what name. And as she said, what name. And uh, the thought I has, you know, names can hold us back from our dreams. And uh, when I was uh, when I was young and uh, in junior high, I was uh, the shortest kid in my school, and I was bullied. I was bullied by actually a Christian in a non-Christian school, but the guy that went to my church, uh, he wore a onesie, um, he wore a onesie, uh, like long underwear outfit every day to school. I don't know what you call it, you know, with the panel kind of, and he, he bullied me. And I remember there was a chance in my time in my life where I had to go, okay, I need to lay that down. That's not who I am. And he may say things about me and I may feel that way. But I can choose to live my life that way, what he says. But he doesn't call me. God does. And God's the one that made me. And uh, when you come, you know, I find it funny in the story is, you know, the, the angel, when Jacob's wrestling, God asks him, so what's your name? Well, he knew what his name was. Like, why would he ask if he, he knew? It's like he's asking to say, what is your name? And, and tonight, what is your name? And as you come forward, uh, and, and, and Brain's going to lead us in this, but just lay down those names. Maybe for you, it's someone has called you fat, or someone has called you stupid, or someone has said, you're second, you'll never do this, you'll never do that, you're never up to this standard. I didn't want you. What, whatever it was, whether it's from your upbringing or, or around us, we pick up names and we can believe them. And, you know, there's something about when you go into the ring, you know, in, in UFC, I don't watch a lot of UFC, but when you go into the ring, if you don't see your enemy, you're never going to win. And what's happening tonight is, is when we recognize, oh, there's a name that I'm believing that's wrong, we're seeing the enemy. And we go, oh, that's what the enemy, that's what the lie is. And when we come to the front and we lay that down, we're, we're, we're giving light, that we're bringing the darkness into the light. See, the darkness will always win if it's never brought into the light. But as soon as it's brought into the light, it has no power. And so tonight, as you come forward, bring that darkness, those thoughts, those that whatever, maybe it's sin, maybe things you need to lay down. 
And as you make that act of the communion, go, okay, I'm, I'm leaving that. I'm bringing it into the light. Um, I feel like uh, what we need to do is we need to invite God close right now. Um, we can't respond and get a new name from God if, if He's not close to us, if we can't hear Him, if He's not with us. And um, so when we do communion right now, um, I think... We've done communion a lot. <laughs> if you're a Christian, you know, you do it. Um, and we know that it's the bread is the body of Jesus and the wine represents his blood and all these different things. Um, and it's really easy to go into the motions. And I find usually what we do when we do communion is we um, center it really about around us. We center it around um, our sins. We use it as a time of confession. God, you died for me. God, this is your body. It was broken for me and my sins. Um, and this is your, this is your, their blood poured out for me. This, it's, oh God, like, I, like, I need your forgiveness. I need your forgiveness. And that's very true. When we take the, uh, the word says we need to discern the Lord's body when we take communion and we need to make sure we're not doing an unworthy matter. So we know, we didn't, we need to make sure that we have a pure heart when we do it. But, also discerning the Lord's body is that we recognize that communion is actually more about, it's about looking to God. It, it doesn't say, do this in remembrance of you. It says, do this in remembrance of me. And so we need to actually really understand that this is, this is Jesus. We're t- partaking of the new covenant. We're entering into the new covenant. And that's, that's what it says in Luke, um, in Luke, when he explains this narrative, when he talks about communion, he says, this cup poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Doesn't say this is my blood. I've forgiven your sins. He says, this is a new covenant. And what he's doing is when we take communion, we're realizing again that we're welcomed in only through Jesus to draw near to God. In the New Covenant, it says this in Hebrews, that all will know the Lord. You will not have to talk to one person and, then, and tell them, know the Lord. Because we will all know the Lord. Every single one of us. Me, you, from the least to the greatest, it says. This is what communion is about. It's about understanding this is Jesus. You died for me, and I enter in through you. It's not, okay, I have to address my baggage. It's no, I enter in through you. So um, right now, I just think that we should all, uh, we'll just all come up and grab it. Uh, grab the bread, the body, the wine, the blood of Jesus, and uh then we'll just all pray together and uh, release that. So, yeah, everyone, we have just two, we have two things right here, uh, two sides, so everyone can go to a different side. There is, if you're gluten sensitive, there's rice crackers over there. So just letting you guys know that we watch out for you at Resurgence. So.
Okay, so everyone come forward. Feel free to stand. And then we'll just have a time of prayer and we'll take it all together again. So everyone just keep grabbing it and then go back to your seat and then we'll just all partake of communion together. going to pray now. Um, one thing I feel like is important, important with what just happened, I feel like really what Diana said was amazing <laughs> um, because it was from the Lord. Um, and that's that we're going to get a new name from the Lord and that the Lord wants to speak destiny over us that we don't even understand. Um, things that uh, we've never heard before. And so um, we're just going to take the body, the bread, and then the wine, or the, the grape drink. Um, but, uh, yeah, some of us are scared to hear what God wants to say to our lives. Like, another label from God seems like something that we're not going to be able to reach. Um, but that's a lie from Satan. And I just want to let you know that if you take... If we understand that this is Jesus and we're entering in through Jesus, that he died once for all, that was a past event, he, he welcomed us into this new covenant where we will know God and we will be able to 
know him personally, then all fear is eradicated. So let's just do that right now as we just honor God. So Jesus, we just thank you for your body that was broken for us, Jesus, that um, you died, God. You just completely laid down your life, God. You showed us um, what sacrifice was, God, what love was. You, you knew our needs and you came and you met it and you said, I will gladly die for you. I want to know you. I want to know you. I'm drawing you close. I want to know you. This is my body that's for you. It says in Acts, God, this is my body that is for you. So God, we just right now partake of your body altogether. Thank you, God. Lord, and we thank you that you poured out your blood, God, for us as well, Lord. Every part of you is a sacrifice, God, your body and and the blood within you, God. You started a new covenant with your blood. The old covenant was commenced with the blood. Everything was covered in blood. It had to be sprinkled with blood, the temple, everything. And so you died for us and started a new covenant in your blood. Something new, God. Something new. You love new new things. So God, we just partake right now of your blood as well. And we say thank you for it. Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you so much. Yeah, God, we just worship you, Lord. Our hearts are full to worship your name, God, to worship who you are. I just ask right now, Father, Lord, as we've just partaken of your body and realized that you have given us you, God, I just ask that you speak, God, words about this year, about our destiny, about our name. God, speak to us right now, God. And because we know, because I ask that you speak, God, we just listen right now with our hearts geared towards. Yeah, Jesus, you call us by a new name. You call us by a new name. Well, you guys can all just take a seat. I'm just going to, well, first and foremost, I have to say 
2014 is awesome. I've never, ever in my life had a Tetra Pak juice for communion. This is awesome. I mean, I just, wow, it's just pretty cool. And then I have an announcement for everyone. Uh, there's a silver Honda Civic that's going to probably need a boost at this point. Their lights are on. It's got a license plate with BFD2356. If that's you, you might want to run out to the parking lot and just check on your car and then come back. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Don Lurie. Um, that's one giant first name. My last name is Hoffman. And I've just been asked to just share a few, a few words with you about my season and what God's taught me in 2013 and kind of what he's calling me to in 2014. And, uh, you know, this is the time of year when, like, how many of you guys make goals and resolutions and all that good kind of stuff? Like, I see, like, some hands are kind of like, yeah, I kind of do that. If you weren't sure if it's New Year, all you need to do is go to Costco because all the pills are out. When you, you come through the door, you show your card, and you can have Centrum Silver, you can have Centrum Women, Men, Vitamin D, Vitamin E. Uh, it's hard to get past and not put them in your cart. I probably should start Jillian Michaels as well. But more than making goals and resolutions, um, I think all of us have a call on our lives. God's designed each of us in a unique and special way. And he's made us all different with a different path and a different story. Maybe you're like me and you, you kind of have a sense of what that might be and what God's called you to. But you look in the mirror and you, you keep seeing you. And you wonder, how, God, how is that going to be? Or you might go home with this new name that the Holy Spirit just impressed on your heart and go, how, how am I going to do that? How does that change? If you're like me, sometimes feelings of failure or disappointment might plague you. I know they do for me. In our world, we define success and achievement by goals and, and things we do and books we write and jobs we have, relationships we have, our relationship status. Heck, sometimes it's even how many Twitter followers we have. Two years ago, I, I was really, really in a bad place. I was really sick. Um, I was to the point where I couldn't get out of bed most days. Or if I did, if I went grocery shopping and then came back home, that's all I could do for a day. And my body was dying. And we were to the point, my husband and I wondering, well, is this it? Like at the age of 29, 30, am I dying? Is, is my life, my physical life coming to an end? And it was a really hard time. Um, everything that I had defined myself by, my, my job, my ability to work, my business, my health, even my writing, um, my relationships were, were really pulled down to not very much because I couldn't do anything. Everything I had to define myself by was gone. And it was a hard time. But in that hard time, God even spoke that word of like, you have been created for a purpose. And I have something and a purpose for you. And what you do doesn't define you. For the past year, I've, I kind of get like captivated by a certain thing in the Bible and I'll read and chew and work through. And I've been really stuck in the life of David. And I don't know if you guys know much about King David. You might know the David, who here knows the David and Goliath story? 
oh, good, so many people. Um, so David, uh, I don't know, you know, you think about King David, and he's, he's the lineage of Christ, and, and Christ Jesus came from King David's line, and wow. But do you know where he started? Do you know where David started? He was a shepherd. He was a shepherd that when Samuel came to the house of Jesse, his dad. Now Samuel was the prophet, the prophet of the nation. And when the prophet of the nation comes, like you put on your best, you, you have your best, you bring it out. And David wasn't even called from the, the shepherding field. He was kind of must have been forgotten or ashamed of. And that was who was anointed king. He was anointed king in front of his father, in front of his brothers. And then, you know what he did the next day? He went out and had to go be a shepherd. He had this call in his life to be king of all Israel. And then he had to go be a shepherd. So that continued on for a while. And then the the brothers had to go to war. The, The Philistines were trying to take over Israel and... Some of the brothers are at war. So Jesse says to David, go get word about our brothers. Bring back word about what's going on. And uh, yeah, so go and come back. So he goes. And that's where the story of Goliath comes. He gets to step into some of that anointing that God gave him. And he steps forward as king and kills Goliath. And yet the next day, he still doesn't get to be king that day. He doesn't get to step into that. The best he gets is he gets to be a servant who plays music for King Saul. So he goes from shepherd to servant. And through all of this, so David then, he's still anointed king. He knows he's got this call. And he's got this call in his life to do something great, to lead people, to triumph over the whole country, to be the leader of the free world. And yet he's a servant. He's a slave. Then it gets worse. He goes from slave to fugitive. So King Saul starts to figure out what's going on, and he starts to persecute David. He starts, he tries to kill him. So David gets sent out into the desert, and uh, this ragtag group of, like, people who are, like, the bottom of society at the time, who have no place to go, come to David. And that's who he leads. He's still not king. This goes on for years and years. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like King David as the fugitive, the slave, or the servant. But through all of that, David was very interesting. Through all of that, David followed God. He learned what it meant to hear God and to follow him and do what he said. There's this this thing between the promise and the fulfillment and it's called the process and the process is where god develops your character and who you are and there might be a gap even today as i said between that name that you have and that name that god's given you and so how is he going to develop you in the process the process matters there's a time coming in your life where what you did during the process is going to be seen. There's a time coming in your life where the fulfillment of the promise, that God's going to bring you into that. But unless you dig deep and do the things that he asks of you in the process, 
you won't be able to fulfill and sustain the promise. When you're on scene, when you're, when it feels like you're being persecuted, when you feel like you're being a slave and a servant, that's the most important part of your life. God wants you to root down deep into him, to build a foundation in him so you cannot be moved. Oddly enough, my favorite psalm is the very first psalm. I'm just going to read it to you. Oh, I'm not very good at this two-handed thing yet. Okay, hold on. Read Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way that the sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight, like absolute delight, like more delight than you'd have in these grape juice boxes, is in the law of the Lord. And he meditates it on day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do prospers. Press in, press deep, root down into that living water that will never run out. During this season, your job is to go through the process, to become the one who will bear the fruit God's called and designed you to bear. Your season's coming, and your job is to get ready. The thing that is underneath what no one can see and what you're rooted in shapes and sustains you. It it shapes your impact in the world for Christ. This upcoming year may not be goals accomplishing and big dreams, but it needs to be a year of going down and going deep. I know it is for me. It's, it seems to be a year of unseen, but it's going to be a year that will be memorable. May you become worthy of your calling as you follow Follow Jesus wherever he leads. Whether you are a shepherd, servant, slave, fugitive, or king. As I look out, you you are such amazing, diverse people. And God has a specific call in your life. And I'm just going to ask Karis and her team to just come back up. And she's gonna, they're going to take some time to play some music. And uh, bring um, some closure to this time. But I want you guys to think about that word that God has called for you. That name. And whether it be in a couple people that you've come with. Or that you've met when you've come. Just to pray together. To get that together. And, and ask God to root that deep in your life. Maybe some of you don't know what your dream is or what God's called you to do and you you would like someone to come and even share a word a prophetic word over you or to pray with you there's people that will be at the front that could pray with you this is your season to grow deep so um, as we close we're going to have some more worship there's going to be oranges and hot chocolate out in the foyer and uh, it's the team and Travis and I will be up at the front and Brayden if anyone wants prayer but know who you are in Christ do not let one more year go where you flounder you falter and you aren't who you're supposed to be for this is your time this is your year this is our city's year
This is Canada. We, as we pray for Canada, there's this word that came. It's, we may be cold in climate, but our hearts will be on fire. And the world will come to watch us burn for Christ. So, yes, and I'm just going to close in prayer and then we can go on. So, Jesus, I just, yeah, I just pray for deep roots and that people would just plant themselves and that they would grow deep into who you are. And that like King David, we would seek in the process to know you more and that we don't strive to be king. Jesus, I just pray against self-promotion. I pray against making ourselves bigger than we are. But that you would promote us and that in your time, your purpose would unfold for the world that they may be saved and know your name, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, if you'd like prayer, just come up front or take some time to pray together.